Episode 3. Thank you for joining us again. No job is more important than education. We are here to motivate you, promote creativity, and hopefully be an energy drink for educators of all kinds. I have spent much of the last few months coaching my nine-year-old daughter's basketball teams. A very fun endeavor, of course, but also one that can test patience, test perseverance, and test positivity. I quickly realized that this made it a lot like teaching. Every practice, we would do drills to practice the skills that the players seemed to be lacking in the games. If we made a lot of bad passes, we talked about passing and practiced it. If we couldn't make a shot, we practiced shooting from the open spots. Basically, I found that I was looking at the important data and planning practices that would improve the players' most important skills. The one that killed me was layups. No matter how hard I tried, especially with the older kids, I really struggled getting them to shoot layups the right way. And of course, also getting them to make the layups. Take a second and think about your classroom or your school and think about the most challenging skill that you teach. What is the skill? Why is it important? And what makes it so difficult for students to master? With layups, it is the first time these girls are doing something where they jump off of one foot. It also forces them to put together dribbling, running, jumping, shooting, and even landing all at one time. It is the integration of these skills that makes it so difficult. If you are like many teachers and educators, when I posed the question around the toughest skill you teach, it probably was related in some way to critical thinking. Critical thinking causes students to integrate so many other skills all at one time, all while dealing with high-level thinking and collaboration. There is no doubt that for students, true critical thinking is not easy. And even if your most challenging skill was something else, chances are that what makes it challenging is the fact that it integrates many smaller skills and students have a hard time putting it all together. Well, this is certainly what I found with shooting layups. I showed them a thousand times how to do it. That is, I modeled. I talked to them about how to do it a lot also. That is, I explained. And I even showed frustration, as so many of us do, when I watched them continually do it wrong. Then, I finally hit a boiling point with layups. I took the, the practice plan for the day and I threw it in the trash. Instead, I put them in two lines and we spent the entire practice shooting layups. I watched the girls and gave them quick snippets of feedback as they practiced, but I never stopped them from continually shooting as many layups as possible. The entire practice, they were shooting layups. Not right every time, but it was clear as practice progressed with continual reps, they were quickly getting better and better. By the end of one practice, almost every player on the team could shoot a layup the right way. I was feeling good as coach for sure. On the way home, my mind quickly switched to what this meant for teaching. As a teacher, I have always prided myself on modeling and clarity and meeting students where they are, all of which I still believe are noble traits in education. But this day of layups changed my thinking. When it really comes down to it, practice is the answer. At some point, the teaching really needs to slow down or even stop 
And students need to just practice. They need to make mistakes enough times that they stop making them. They need to try and fail and try and fail and try and suddenly get a little bit better. Believe me, my girls were really struggling with layups. I mean, they were not even close to shooting them right. But one day of continual practice, uninterrupted, with even minimal feedback from me, led to the layup significantly improving. So this week, as you take on the essential task of helping students learn and master new skills, remember that at some point you need to throw out your teaching plan and just let students practice. Step back and watch as students struggle and fight through it and eventually improve or master the skill. Remember, whatever it is, eventually students just need to practice. For more thinking on the skill of practice, check out Practice Perfect, the book by Doug Lamov. He also wrote Teach Like a Champion, and he has great ideas on how to embed practice in instruction. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on the iTunes stores. Even better, give us a five-star rating and a comment. And if you can, share it with your friends and colleagues. But most importantly, have a great week, and we hope you enjoy your cup of coffee. Everybody.